What's up, y'all? It's Zach with Living Corporate, and yes, you're listening to a B-side. Now, yes, of course, we've introduced the purpose of a B-side before, but every episode is someone's first episode. So for our new folks, B-sides are essentially random shows we have in between our larger shows. These are much less structured and somehow even more lit. That's right, even more lit than our regularly scheduled shows. Sometimes they're discussions that the hosts have, sometimes they're extended monologues, or sometimes they're like a one-on-one chat with a special guest. Today we have a very special guest, Tim Salu. Now this is from Catherine LeBlanc who did a profile on Tim. Tim Salu is an ex-Googler, UX whiz, and LinkedIn video creator extraordinaire. Tim somehow manages to spare enough time to run a Facebook group called Mentors and Mentees. The group provides high-quality advice for young professionals looking to launch or level up their careers. Tim is also a LinkedIn campus editor and recently just began his journey with Microsoft as an artificial intelligence product manager. And on top of all of that, Tim is Living Corporate's first brand ambassador. Tim, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. You boosted me a lot there. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, look, so today we're talking about non-conventional entries into tech. Talk to us about your journey into tech. Man, my journey into tech is was very, very interesting. So my background is in psychology. I went to Texas Tech University to get my psychology degree. Um, and then from there, I started learning a little bit about kind of digital media, as well as, you know, how psychology can apply a lot to technology. Um, around my junior year, I realized I really wanted to get into UX as a vertical. And since UX is really big in the tech arena, um, I decided that I wanted to go make a career out of that because I really enjoyed an internship I had that junior um, the summer before my senior year. So from there, I decided I wanted to go to grad school at the University of Texas at Austin and study something called um, a, a master's of information studies, which would allow me to develop a, a more kind of a, a deeper understanding of UX and kind of the psychological principles of how information and people work together. And I mean, from there, I, I've just been pretty much practicing and learning as much as I can in the field, whether it be on my own accord or at school or, you know, going to any kind of event that allowed me to just soak up as much knowledge as, as possible. And um, now I find myself really focused on artificial intelligence. And I think I was able to break in by just talking to the right people man, um, and kind of, you know, being in the right spaces at the right time. So, you know, you talked about just now earlier, you talked about how you you're leaning into and, and learning as much as you can. So you and I have joked about this, but you have like, I don't know, 70 bajillion LinkedIn's training certifications, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, 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 I'm working. I'm working. I think learning, um, learning is learning is the easy part. Applying it all is the hard part. Right. Um, but I think some people find it hard to start learning and find the sources but i mean i think we're in in an information age where it's incredibly accessible right and and let's let's continue down the path of being self-taught right so i I think it's easy to assume that being self-taught is easy because you're creating your own rules to follow like there isn't a pace Mm -hmm. and the content is there for you just to engage how you like for some though that's more immobilizing than anything else what advice would you have for folks who are struggling with the idea or just the anxiety of that type of learning I think find out what learning methods work for you. Um, being self-taught for me, I found that it's a it's a um, it's not just one learning method I use. I go from watching YouTube, LinkedIn learning videos, to you know finding hands-on hands-on uh, ways to apply what I'm learning, to talking 
um, to people who are the experts um, and just kind of getting their perspective on the field and, you know, seeing what they're being, what they've gone through. Um, I think for people, usually they think that they have to go straight to being the experts. They have to go straight to really like being able to like, for example, let's say create a, um, uh, some sort of machine learning model, right? Like it was scary because you're like, what the hell a machine learning model? Like, how do I get started doing that? That seems like such a hard thing to do. Right. So like their initial thought is that, oh man, like I can't do this. But if you literally go on YouTube and search how to, right? There's a five minute video, I guarantee you, that'll kind of walk you through it step by step, right? And you may not even master it after you watch that video. So what you do then is, okay, you go ahead and you go apply that knowledge, right? And you may not even master it after that. But what you do after that is you go to talk to someone that's actually done it, right? And let them know this has been my experience. And I think um, it's really a matter of making experience of learning, right? Put yourself in a position to either, you know, go offline and visit um, whether it be events um, or wherever this, this knowledge is being shared and really putting yourself in this in this mindset that learning isn't um, one dimensional. It's not monolithic. It's just not me, you know, just watching someone do it. It's me making an experience of it. So let's talk about mentors and mentees, right? So what and how, what is it and how does it fit into your other work in tech? So mentors and mentees, uh, uh, about a year ago, I was, I mean, I, a lot of people reaching out to me about career advice and, you know, you know, kind of my career path and everything. And I've always been into mentorship. Um, I actively mentor many people, um, probably too many people at a time, um, <laughs> because I'm, I always have a, I have an executive board of mentors myself. So I understand how valuable it is. So I created Mentor and Mentees, a, a group, um, a community group um, for people who are interested in kind of finding different perspectives to help them kind of uh, nurture their career paths and um, whatever problems that they may have. So right now the group is on Facebook um, and I have plans to kind of create more around it um, in the future. And um, it's essentially a, a resource for anyone that is kind of confused on whether it be their job search, right? You know, whether it be salary negotiations or how to, um, how to transition from a different position into a new one within the same organization or in a totally new industry. So the whole notion of mentors and mentees was to just create that space, that community. And it was actually something that was missing not only on Facebook, but at large, right? Kind of like this very democratized space where you get an international audience and, and a, a wide variety of different perspectives to kind of like come to the table and share their experiences. So um, it was just a passion project, but now um, it's, it's, it's growing into a brand for me, man. And, you know, I have a lot of work that I have to do to continue to grow it. So continuing on that path, talking about just working. So I know, you know, recently you announced and you've been celebrating again. Congratulations again around the placement with Microsoft and in your IG story. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Yeah. Man. No, in your IG story, you talked about being like just being an African kid and like like coming from the mud, so to speak. Right. And like mm -hmm. building building this path for yourself. So what advice do you have for minorities who come from all sorts of backgrounds and see tech as like this far off distant mythical uh, realm or environment that is just too hard or just too uh what's the word too too a challenge to get into huh? yeah yeah just too yeah too challenging or too yeah just too like just too obscure to even grasp like what advice would you have for them i think first thing is change your perspective 
um, tech permeates everything. Um, I think a lot of people see tech as only a centralized thing, but more so see it as a technology as a distributed kind of um, vehicle to a lot of different change, whether it be in the health sector, um, in the transportation sector, in the education sector, right? So change your perspective. It's not just like everyone says, I'm trying to get into tech. Um, really, in whatever capacity you're working in or whatever field that interests you, you will be affected by tech in some in some you know in some way or form, right? So it's a matter of understanding. Well, if I really want to build my technical aptitude, or if I really want to get into this field, how do I apply tech to a problem I want to solve? How do I apply tech to where I'm going next? How do I bring in the knowledge that's being shared, um, whether it be um, in the space of artificial intelligence, in, in the space of bot design, um, in the space of UX? Um, how do I bring that to the work that I do um, as someone that wants to be a health practitioner or someone that wants to go into journalism, right? So I think changing that perspective is the number one thing I, I encourage someone who wants to get into tech, quote unquote, to do, right? See how they can apply it to a problem that they want to solve and where they want to go next. And once you make that kind of that change your mindset, uh, once you set that stance to change your mindset, you'll start to see that, okay, wow, like, in fintech, it's a component of tools that I can use to really actually do better, not necessarily in my job function and role, but also within my community. Um, what really got me into tech is the fact that I was obsessed. I was really obsessed with the fact that, one, UX and psychology um, was a way where we can do, create digital experiences that people would understand and it would follow them throughout their day, throughout their life, um, and it could be shared. And as I grew and develop my passion, I develop a, a deeper obsession with this whole notion of community, right? How does technology really integrate into our communities? How do we build that digital aptitude, that digital literacy? And um, how does it extend beyond um, just, you know, one person being able to do it to multiple people and then an organization and so on forth? And I think me being really obsessed with community, but being obsessed with the topics, I found ways where, okay, there's a lot of different ways I can use tech to scale what I'm trying to do, the problem that I'm trying to solve, the fact that, you know, I don't think a lot of people have, you know, that digital aptitude to really maybe start their own business or find themselves successful in that, in that first role after their job, right? How do I, one, break down the education um, I'm blocked? And how do I use tech to scale my solution? So changing your perspective and then seeing how you can use the tools that you have across the tech landscape, <laughs> whatever it is you're interested in, to kind of scale your solution is the best way to go about it. Man, this has been awesome, man. Before we let you go, do you have any shout outs, any other parting words? Man, I think that you got to stay hungry. <laughs> you have to stay hungry and really find your obsession. Find what you really are interested in, the problems that you want to solve. Now, where can people who want to learn more about Tim Salu, where can they engage you? Well, I, <laughs> I try to create an omni-channel presence. So you can find me on my Facebook page and uh, profile uh, at Tim Salau, on Instagram at Tim Salau as well, and especially on LinkedIn, um, one of my favorite um, platforms at Tim Salau as well. Feel free to connect with me, send me an email, uh, let me know how I can be of, uh, of, of, of help to you in anything, um, as well as join the mentors and mentees community if you're a professional and you have a perspective to share and you have a story to share the community is for you um and it's a, a great membership base um for you to learn from others as well so definitely join our mentors and mentees community 
So now, so a couple things. First of all, yes, definitely. We're going to put some air horns in right here for mentors and mentees. <laughs> but also, Tim has been super gracious. I've been jacking up his last name this entire conversation. He hasn't corrected me one time. So <laughs> shout out to you for being gracious. So air horns for Tim on that as well. Um, so, so for the audience, one more time, can you pronounce your name, the first and last name, just so we Tim, all have it right? So- Tim Salau. So it's T-I-M, my first name. And my last name is S-A-L-A-U. Tim I've been, Salau. I've been saying straight up Salu this whole time. You you did not correct me one time. The humility <laughs> is so real. All right. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> All right. So so to be clear, uh, guys, that does it for us on the Living Corporate Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Living Corporate, Twitter at Living Corp underscore pod, and subscribe to our newsletter through living-corporate.com. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer and read on the show, make sure you email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. This has been Zach, and you've been talking with Tim Salau. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>